welcome to The Real Life Girl. New episodes every Monday. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Real Life Girl. I'm your host, Bianca, and I hope everyone has had a wonderful week. It's fall, and so I'm trying to, like, fallify my life. So, like, breaking out all the orange, I'm trying to pick out, like, a new fall nail color and just going through the motions. I've started, like, curling my hair and putting pumpkin spice in my coffee and just creating good traditions and routines for myself and like listen doing school and work is not for the faint of heart like this past month has been very busy not by my choice obviously and just going through all of that it's been very hard to just enjoy the smaller things in life like being in bed early and you know enjoying my favorite meal And it brought me right back to a time where I was really trying to shape up my health and wellness. I was trying to do everything that I could just to have a better life mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And I'm a person that like I've become very big on my relationship with the Lord, on my health, my overall wellness. So today we are covering habits that I've incorporated into my daily routine that have changed my life. I've made an episode like this before, but I think this is more of like my feedback on habits, what they've done to my life, how they have they've changed my life for the better, and just an overall good time that I've had incorporating these nice health and wellness habits into my life. I'm in my robe and I have like a messy bun on and I think it's like setting me more into the mood of just talking about like a spa day or, you know, just relaxation. Coming in at number one, we have waking up early. So I'm not going to sit here and say you have to wake up at four in the morning to be successful. It's definitely not like, I mean, look at everybody else. Like there are plenty of successful people that probably sleep the entire day. You know what I mean? Like passive income. Hello. So waking up early for me has just helped me to tackle my day and just get a head start. Like I feel more productive when I wake up early. Um, I am a full-time student and I also work a full-time job. So waking up early is obviously something that I have to do. But probably if it was something that was not out of reach, I would still probably wake up early. I just think that waking up or like my day is better my day is better and I don't waste as much time like I don't want to leave the house at like three o'clock you know what I mean like I want to be able to like leave my house at 8 a.m and like come back at like 6 p.m and just have like a nice night you know what I mean like I am just I've always been a morning person and I love that about myself and it's also just allowed me to get a lot more done like I don't feel as limited or like as much as on a on a time construct than I would be if I was, you know, waking up at whatever time. So just waking up early has just helped me to like get a better sense of self and just get more things done and just tackle the day. But in no means do you have to like, you know, like obviously you can be successful. Like I'm not going to sit like say that, but it is a good habit to incorporate in your own life. So this next habit is going to really direct itself to my Christian girls, all these things. Y'all know who you are. Um, Just reading my Bible before my phone. Now listen, I am a Christian. I'm a Christian. I love the Lord. I love Jesus. I proudly 
wear my faith on me. Like I, Jesus has absolutely changed my life. And if you've been changed by Jesus, like you understand that feeling. And I just have this like joy that like nobody can take away. Like I could have the worst day and like, yeah, I'll be sad. I may cry. Overall, like I know the Lord is with me. And reading my Bible before my phone, reading my Bible before getting started on schoolwork, on work work, like I crave my relationship with the Lord now. Reading my Bible before my phone has helped me to limit distractions and it's also helped me build my relationship with the Lord. And I crave that time with him more. Like that time where I just have my morning quiet time is like, it's sacred to me now. And I I crave it. Like if I don't read my Bible in the morning, I'm a mean person. I don't like who I am if I don't read my Bible. So just having my Bible time, like waking up extra super early to just read my Bible before the day starts, like while everything is quiet, while it's dark, like it's just so powerful because I find that it has a bigger impact on my life when I'm prioritizing it more. And it's it's been absolutely changing to be able to see that firsthand. And again, like if you've been changed by the Lord and like you just, you know what I'm talking about. And I think I want to make an episode talking about my testimony, talking about what brought me to the Lord because I've said little tidbits, but I think a whole episode deserves, you know, just an entire thing. Um, But overall, just putting my Bible before anything else has, it's just made my life so much better. And I don't say this to be like, hey, if you do this, make your life better. That's not the case. I just, I think it's impacted my life greatly. And that always helps. So I know that intermittent fasting is like such a hot topic. And I had my doubts about it because I'm like, you know, if you don't eat for a certain time, like your stomach just stores up fat. Um, And yes, while that may be true, I believe that intermittent fasting brings so much health benefits. And I know that I can say that because I've reaped those benefits myself. Um, I used to struggle from like broken sleep back when I was like 14. I just had the worst sleep patterns ever. So I would take like three melatonin gummies every night would get knocked out like melatonin it's a quick fix but it's not meant to be long term and I wish I would have known that before it like ruined my sleep schedule like I had to reset myself it was awful and I would not recommend it you can like take melatonin pills you can take melatonin gummies um I would just say if you are going to just keep it short term But I noticed that when I intermittent fast, which I do so five days a week, um, intermittent fasting is you eat for a certain period of the day and then you fast for the rest. So you usually have a seven to eight hour window where you're allowed to consume food and beverages with a caloric value. And then the rest of the day, you're 16 hours, you're fasting. So my schedule right now is I eat from 6am to 2pm. And then the rest of the day I fast. Some days are harder than others. Like some days, especially like when I'm on my period, like that is so hard. Um, Because like, you're losing so much blood, like you become hungrier. Like, does that make sense? Like, it's hard, but I've also noticed a lot less bloating and inflammation. I've always been super paranoid about my gut health and like just, you know, like I've become such a hypochondriac um, in the last year of just like being so concerned with like my health and how much I'm sleeping and, you know, am I eating enough? Am I eating too much? Like all these things. And so intermittent fasting has ultimately helped me improve my sleep patterns. It's helped me to sleep so much better. I don't wake up as often as I used to in the middle of the night. 
um, less bloating and inflammation and overall weight loss. Like I saw this TikTok talking about how walking is the secret to fat loss. And I kind of believe it. Like when I was taking like these like frequent walks, like I'm talking two or three times a day walks, like my weight would go down. I noticed like a slimming in my face and I have a very like circle face. Um, And so when I stopped walking, I realized like my face was changing um, in shape. And so I kind of believe that. And if anyone has had like a weight loss journey or is on one, like, please let me know if that's a credible um, piece of information, because I mean, I am all about experimenting and trying new things. I'm all about it. So I really love intermittent fasting. I don't think I would ever go back um, to just, you know, eating what I want all the time. I would, you know, eat at like 3 a.m. and it took me such a long time to realize that was a problem. I never want to say that I had an eating disorder, not because I, you know, am ignorant to that. I, I'm aware that there are many people who have suffered from eating disorders. I don't, you know, I, I refuse to accept that title, that label, but I do, you know, I do want to say I did have, you know, irregular eating patterns that probably weren't normal. Um, intermittent fasting has really, really helped me to regulate those and just make my life a lot better. Number four is being grateful. And I think that when someone says I've been more grateful for my life, my mind automatically goes to, are you trying positive affirmations? Are you meditating? All these things. Personally, I don't meditate. It's purely demonic. And that's just my personal belief. But aside from that, being grateful has just increased my joy and increased my happiness. I find that I'm less depressed. Just realizing that somebody has it worse than me makes me feel a lot better. Like, and I know that sounds bad. I was discussing this with my therapist and and I'm like, you know, like I have gone through some pretty hard things, but knowing that each and every time, although, you know, as hopeless I have felt like I know that there is someone in the same boat as me, someone that like I know I'm not alone in my in my struggles and what I'm wrestling with. And that's really helped me just knowing that I have all I need in the Lord Jesus Christ. Like that really does help me shift, you know, my perspective. Um, When I failed my driver's test twice, I was so depressed. Like I felt depressed. I was crying. Like I, like I just couldn't console myself and just being like, yo, there are people that have failed their test probably like 10 times. Like I am fine. I will pass one day. Like just being able to console myself and being like, yeah, there's someone that has been in this situation. Like that really did help me to increase my own happiness and to just be content where things are as, you know, as a certified anxiety overthinker person, I have constantly wanted to go into my next, you know, at at times I find that I'm not content with where I am in either, you know, being single or just being in a certain place that I don't want to be. And I constantly think of what's next. I can't wait till I'm out of this thing. And I I don't enjoy the moment and being grateful amidst my struggles. You know, I'm I'm so, so thankful for, you know, the experiences that I've gone through, the hurt that has been um, caused by other people because I know that that's good for my heart. I know that that's good for my soul and that does help me be, to become stronger overall.
being in therapy has really helped me realize that. I've been in therapy for about two years, and this is something that I'm very open about. It's never been something that I have been trying to conceal. I started therapy when I was about 14 years old. I was really struggling a lot with suicidal thoughts, depression, and anxiety, anxiety, which I still struggle with now. Um, But I just, you know, I've been able to become more transparent. And it's helpful because you have an outside perspective. Like, you have someone that is not a part of your family that doesn't really know all that much about you and will in time, but you have someone that can give you sensible and decent advice and a lot of gentle wisdom. I think if you were to talk to a family member that maybe will not give you the best time, you know, in asking for advice, like, you know how easy it is for a family member to say that happened to you because you did X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? And for that reason, family is not always blood. But when you receive that outside help, you receive that counseling and that wisdom and that advice, someone is able to counsel you from the outside in and say, this is maybe why. And not really being so assertive in this is what you have, this is what you need to take, this is the medication. Like, no, you know, you have the help that you need and you have the space in order to interject and say, hey, no, I think you're way off. Or yes, I do agree with you. And therapy has just been so helpful in um, me healing from a lot of past trauma. Like I've had issues with close family members and best friends and so much that I felt I would never recover from. And being in therapy has helped me realize that sometimes you're your own worst enemy. And it's all about coping. And it's all about just literally going through the motions. And I think, you know, the hurt and the pain and Therapy has helped me realize that I shouldn't run away from my emotions, that they're so normal and good that you experience them. Number six is working out consistently. And I really did struggle with the balancing of this in the past. There were seasons that I went through that I would work out like three times a day And that's a little bit too much. And then there were days where I wouldn't work out at all. So now I think I have a steady routine. I schedule about two strength sessions every week. I currently work out twice a day. So I do strength training all every morning. And then in my evenings at about like 6 or 7 p.m., I may, I'll keep it fun. Like maybe I'll do a dance workout. Maybe I'll do Pilates, um, Tabata hit, like anything, even cardio if I want to focus on something, um, pretty much anything. And my favorite workout channels, I'll link down below because they're absolutely amazing. To name a few, Caroline Gervon, which if you're wanting more of a stable workout routine, I would definitely look into her channel. She has multiple 10-day, 10-week, 50-day programs. They're all free. They're all on YouTube and they're just so amazing, so organized, just so neat and well put together. I also love Pop Sugar Fitness. They have a lot of group workouts, which I love. The plus size representation, which I think is something we need to see more of in the fitness world. A lot of Pop Sugar Fitness, um, their workout videos include people of all different shapes and sizes and ages, which is amazing because, you know, you have your modifications and you have your advanced versions and you have your standards. So it's always, it's always amazing. I also love Pamela Reif and Mad Fit. They do a lot of dance workouts. They do stretches, active recovery days. It's great. And it's like, I love the way my body feels when I work out. Like I 
am so much more happier. I'm less prone to becoming depressed. I'm less prone to anxiety and worrying and having irrational and intrusive thoughts. And it just really does help me to balance out my hormones. It's amazing. And I just, everyone has these off days and I would be very hard on myself if I missed one, but life happens. But I think as long as you're trying your best to work out consistently and to, you know, have those strength sessions and those balances, I just, I love it. And I would never look back. Listening to podcasts have really changed my perspective. I used to think that no one would want to listen to me talking to a mic, that if I ever made a podcast that it would just be useless and, you know, I would can it and kick the bucket. And a few podcasts that have really helped me gain a better sense of self and more self-acceptance. Number one is Happy and Healthy with Ginny Namapola, which I will link down below. I've talked about her podcast before. It's a, it's a lifestyle podcast. She talks a lot about health, beauty, faith, wellness, um, relationships, dating, friendships, fashion trends, social media. Uh, she's been a content creator for about 10 years and I've been watching her since I was so, so young. And so seeing her join the podcast world was like life changing. It was like a double take moment. I love her so much and she does these amazing episodes and I love how a host interacts with their guest. I don't know. That's something that I really look for. I'm like, oh, how are they? You know, all these things. So it's just, it's amazing. And the second podcast I have is Anything Goes with Emma Chamberlain, which do I even have to explain? I love Emma Chamberlain. And she's like, people just love her. I love her. I watch her on YouTube. I watch her travel vlogs. I watch her car vlogs. I love her. And she has a coffee company, which is Chamberlain Coffee. And I'm like, I want to really look into it because I'm like, I'm so con like, I just, I need a good coffee mix. I've been using Cafe Bustelo for the longest time. And I haven't tried Folgers, but I'm really into like the Cuban coffee. But I like I've tried Colombian too. I've tried mochaccinos, like everything. So I'm like my favorite YouTuber has a coffee company. <laughs> I'm hooked. And just listening to podcasts have helped me realize that not like whatever I say, I say like I don't have to worry so much about, you know, cutting stuff out in my podcast and I can just put what I want out there. And that's amazing. I think talking about very underrated issues, very, you know, shadowed topics are is huge. And I think the podcast world has changed that drastically. You know, you're able to be so real, so for real about um what you're wrestling with and what you're battling. And just these two podcasts in particular have been so so good and just helping me have a better sense of myself and just learning that I am, you know, I'm perfect the way that I am and just self-acceptance realizing that it's okay to talk as much as I want it's a podcast isn't that what they're for um yeah nothing but good things to say about listening to podcasts they've just really helped me to widen my thinking and um who I am as a person Going to sleep early is something I still struggle with. It's not easy because sometimes I will just, I'll give myself a project and I'm like, oh yeah, let me, you know, do that. And then I stay up till 1 p.m., 1 a.m., sorry. And it's like, yo, you know, so right now I'm trying to set like a, like a time limit of just 9 p.m. the latest. Um, I wake up at 4 a.m. on weekdays and then 6 a.m. on weekends. 
weekends are kind of just my time to relax from school and just, you know, debrief. What is the word? Decompress. So, but still, I wake up more refreshed when I'm going to sleep early. Like, one time I went to sleep at like 7.30. Y'all, when I tell you I didn't know where I was the next day, I was in my room. When you wake up and you don't know where you are, you know you slept well. When you wake up and you have red marks on your, you know you slept. When you can't even feel your arm, you know you slept well. And that's on going to sleep early, y'all. Like, I swear it changed my life when I started going to sleep early. And I've not been so good about that. I've been kind of in a funk. So I'm like, yeah, I need to like do it again. But it's awesome. I think the people that complain about you know, how they feel and how crappy they feel are the ones that stay up late, are the ones that never work out, are the ones that don't eat right, they don't eat properly, they don't move, they're not productive, like, and going to sleep early is a power. And I'm not shaming anybody who does not go to sleep and wake up at the same time I do. Everybody has different routines. But I do think when you do strive for that, your life does improve. You have better focus, better alertness. There's like so many studies on that so much increased productivity and I, I find that I'm more confident when I go to sleep early I don't know I don't know you guys it's just like I like you don't have time to overthink when you go to sleep early so in a way I think it's a good self-weapon the last habit that has really changed my life is hanging out with friends regularly and in the last year I've met some amazing friends some amazing friends that I know are going to be lifetime I think everybody classifies friendships in three different ways one classification is that this is going to be a lifetime friendship and another one is a surface level friendship the last one is you'll be in my life for a good amount of time but maybe not forever and I can say that all almost all the friends that I have now are in that lifetime category and maybe that's a little bold for me to say because I'm a young adult but you know I turn 18 next year and I'm like yo, life is becoming a lot more real. And I have a lot of other friends that can relate to that. I think regularly hanging out with people who bring out the best in you is a great opportunity for you to be edified. Like having friends that genuinely lift you up, bring the better version of myself out of me. And I'm able to be more transparent and more honest about, you know, what I'm going through and not so much fearing of like, oh, are you going to tell somebody or what do they think of me? Because I know that it's a judgment-free zone. I know that the friends that I have are going to help me feel welcomed and help me feel warm and give me that advice. And I love that I have friends that I can go to for mentorship and guidance. And I think, you know, that's the thing. Like if you have good friends that are able to relate to you and not really look down at you and be like, yeah, man, that sucks. Anyway, so yeah, like, no, like, I don't want friends like that. I want friends that could give me good life advice and guidance and who are able to truly just mentor me in such a way that benefits me. When you're younger, you don't do so well in picking your friends because you're you're kind of getting out into the real world. And now that I have experienced many, I guess, situations in friend betrayal and you know mistrust I'm able to be more selective and I don't think that being selective is a bad thing because truth be told you do not have to confide in everybody but having those friends that you know you can confide into when you're in trouble or when you just need a shoulder to cry on is an amazing feeling and I wouldn't trade that for anything that's all I have for you guys today I hope that everyone is having a great November it's crazy to think that there's less than like 50 days in 2022 
And I think it's going to be weird saying 2023. Like, that just doesn't seem right with me. But anyway, I hope everyone is having an amazing day. And I am going to link down everything below that I talked about and things like that. Let me know in the question box below if you've ever incorporated any of these habits into your own life and what has been the effect that it's had on you. Because I really, I just love questionnaires. I love like hearing people's opinions and experiences. It's all so awesome. Okay, girl, I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you in the next episode.